Hey, let's say hi to our next guest. There was all that talk about gas stoves and people leading you to believe that they were going to be outlawed, you weren't be able to buy them. That simply is not the truth. We talked to people at the Consumer Protection Agency, and they said that's not the issue. So what is the issue? We thought we'd reach out to our friends at the Respiratory Health Association. Brian Urbaszewski is the Director of Environmental Health Programs. Brian, thanks for jumping on the show with us. What is the main risk when it comes to gas stoves? And at at what point did we discover this was a risk and we need to pay attention to it? Well, this has been a risk that's been around for a while and people have known about it. Uh, when you look at uh, what the Consumer Product Safety Commission was looking at in the you know mid-1980s, this came up as an issue. And, you know, the basic issue here is that, you know, when you burn any fossil fuel, you're going to create air pollution, whether it's coal, whether it's gas, whether it's oil, and pollution is not good for you. And when you talk about gas stoves and homes, it's really the only gas appliance that you have that doesn't connect to a chimney and vent the pollution outside where it can be dispersed away from where people are breathing inside. Um, so that's a big concern. And it, it, the pollution that comes off of a gas stove can build up quickly in a home for that reason. It can even exceed outdoor air quality standards set by the US EPA. And, you know, a lot of these Toxics, carbon monoxide, fine particulate matter, uh, benzene even comes off of uh, gas stoves. But the one that's most of concern is nitrogen dioxide, which is a byproduct of burning a fuel, because that's tied to asthma attacks and it's tied to increased prevalence of asthma. So, you know, more asthma in children. So the Respiratory Health Association is very concerned about this. I was one of those kids with asthma. I remember there was a time when I was really little. I think we had an oil drum in our basement. I think there was at a point where we heated our house like that. And now there are times I've got, you know, I I love to cook. So I think I've got like six or eight burners. And, you know, let's be honest, sometimes your fan doesn't do the job and the house is filled with smoke because you're trying to blacken something and you open the windows and I haven't, I'm embarrassed to say this, given it a lot of thought, but this whole conversation about gas stoves has, I think, brought a lot of people to to the, you know, to think like, whoa, what's this doing to my kid or my baby when they're in the kitchen or in the house? Well, it's it's good to be concerned about these things. Burning things, not a good idea, probably eating it either, uh, but you don't want to breathe it either. But it's really the, the pollutants that you don't see that are probably the most dangerous, the, the things like nitrogen dioxide. And... Interestingly, a study just came out and it looked at, uh, you know, a bunch of states and it, it actually found that Illinois was probably worst. Uh, they said that uh, it might be re- gas stoves alone might be responsible as, for as much as 21 percent of asthma in the state. And the reason is because um, children's the children in homes that cook with gas are more likely to have asthma. And, and amazingly, 79 percent of homes with children in Illinois have gas stoves. So that's sort of a bad combination right there. If you look at Florida, only 9% of homes actually have gas stoves. So it's a big difference. And Illinois, unfortunately, kind of comes up, up front. What people can do right now is, like you said, if you have that vent hood and it vents to the outside, use it. It's good for getting rid of steam and burn fish smells, but it's also good at getting rid of a good portion of the pollutants that are coming off of your stove that can harm your kids. Um, if that doesn't work, if it doesn't vent to the outside, Crack a window, let some fresh air in to get those fumes out. And long term, um, you know, start thinking about, you know, transitioning away from a gas stove towards an electric stove. 
Um, matter of fact, there's some federal funding that's supposed to come to Illinois later this year that's actually going to give people uh, rebates um, tied to uh, replacing gas appliances with electric versions. So there'll be actually some help to do this as people start to think about, like, eh, you know, time to replace the stove and upgrade a little bit. There'll be some help to do that. And, and you know, you get a lot of pushback because people are like, well, my grandparents lived to their 90s. They always had gas stoves or, you know, this is just a push for the electrification of new homes. And of course, you've heard those those arguments. But before I let you go, can you address the fact that it is still emitting something that is not good for us when the stove is turned off? Well, you know, just to get back to the to the other point, you know, right. you know, DDT was really good at killing mosquitoes. Lead paint is incredibly durable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people survived a long time without seatbelts, but that doesn't mean those things are a good idea, and we don't need to to improve our situation here and protect kids to the greatest extent we can. Um, yeah, there's even some uh, studies out there that show that even when a gas stove is off, it's still going to be leaking gas, and some of the components that are in the gas uh, into the environment, things like benzene. Benzene is a carcinogen. Um, so, you know, even when your stove is off, it, it can be presenting a long-term danger to, to you and your family. So um, it's it, it's something that we really, uh, you know, nobody's going to come and steal people's stoves. Right. But as we start to learn more about this, um, hopefully people will start to transition away and, and buy safer products. And does the Respiratory Health Association have info on their website about this? Um, I would refer people to the Consumer Product Safety Commission for for information on this. Okay, good. Thank you so much for pointing that out. And you're right. As we learn more, we do better. So I got you on the lead paint and the DDT. Thanks, Brian. Have a good day. All right. Thanks much. Erin, that is Brian Urbaszewski. He is the Director of Environmental Health Programs, Respiratory Health Association. Tom Skilling and the snow. Oh, and that cloud, you guys, that we saw yesterday that Mary thinks looks like a lip. Mary, (laughs) bring it up. We're going to find out about that as well from Tom Skilling. That's after Steve's News on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.